Fabled listeners, my name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, the wonderful podcast that delves deep into various television and film properties. Into we are broadcasting live from the USS Callister. Deep space. Deep. Balls deep space. Yes. Anytime we say deep, we have to say balls. Engage. we're children. Engage. <laughs> Engage analysis. <laughs> wait, what? I don't know. That was terrible, Steve. You're kicked off the, the brig. No. no, wait. We're sending you to the brig. Right? Yes. Oh. The brig is the prison. Right. The You're bridge the, is the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Where does the bridge connect to? Sorry. All right. This is Black Mirror, episode one, the USS Callister. The first episode of the new season. That is season four. Or if you're listening in Germany, season vier. Nice. <laughs> is that how you say Ford? Yes. Jesus. Yeah, it is. Say it that way. Yep. I don't know any other language number fours. Wait. Quattro. There you go. Espanol. Andy. <laughs> French. Go. Cat. <laughs> Quoi? Un, deux, trois, cat. Cat. Okay. Quoi? Uh, Netflix describes <laughs> episode one thusly. Captain Robert Daly presides over his crew with wisdom and courage, but a new recruit will soon discover nothing on this spaceship is what it seems which I feel like is a terrible description. <laughs> I think it's a good description if you want to mislead people. For sure, right, yeah. which <laughs> clearly they do. Uh, this was co-written by Charlie Brooker. Uh, I didn't get the other guy's name. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And directed by... <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> directed by Todd Haynes. Uh, and starring as the protagonist slash villain. I mean, you could argue that. We'll, we'll get to that later, who the protagonist is. Uh, the guy from Breaking Bad <laughs> and Fargo Season 2. Jesse Plemons. <laughs> Is that his name? Yeah. I knew that. And Jimmy Sampson, <laughs> guest starring, which ties into our later Westworld coverage. Jimmy, Can we say Jimmy Sampson again? Jimmy Sampson. Yeah. <laughs> and the mother from How I Met Your Mother, <laughs> whose name I also don't know. I caught it in the credits and then forgot it. William Bridges was the other writer. Oh, that is not her name, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to look that up. So, you know, just let's do a real recap real quick. I'll just blaze right through it. Uh, essentially, uh, the Breaking Bad guy. <laughs> Jesse Plemons? Yes, or if you want to say Robert... Uh, Daly. Daly. Uh, yep. Uh, he created a game called Infinity, uh, wherein I presume one could make whatever one wants up or no only he does that so i guess it's some sort of like i think it's a procedurally generated multiplayer game set in space but he has his own private so it's code. all space i would assume assume so based off the final scene yeah. yeah okay so it's like a destiny but you project yourself physically into it and navigate the universe uh, and he has his own little bubble version that he has created uh where he puts I guess he invented that machine himself, the one that reads the DNA and yeah. brings real people into the game as like DNA clones, mm -hmm. uh, where he presides over all of his, uh, you know, he just gets to take all his passive aggression out on uh, simulations of his co-workers and such. 
Um, and then there's a new hire at this company. The company is called Callister that invented uh, Infinity. And uh, she's actually enamored with Robert Daly, uh, just professionally respects him, wants to work for the genius coder. Uh, and that's who we uh, kind of see things through. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And N- then Nanette Nanette Cole, Cole yeah. is her name. Mm-hmm. Nanette. I have a few linger. Okay. I guess overall thoughts. Uh, we'll start with Steve. Overall thoughts on uh, season four, episode one, USS Callister. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed it overall. I thought it was, I, I enjoyed the way it opened as this like super hokey Star Trek spoof. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. kind of fun. But at the yeah. same time, like, I hope this isn't the whole hour. <laughs> 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 yeah. For sure. For sure. And then, it, and then as it kind of like, kind of the story unfolded into the much more darker and sinister tone that it takes I was I got pretty into it and I really enjoyed it um the ending I'm a little confused on some things uh just genre wise but overall I enjoyed it a lot okay Mm. uh we'll talk about that here shortly I suppose Andy overall thoughts from you uh good um not not Uh, good not, not the strongest you know premiere that they've had for Black Mirror um a little overlong, like the uh, hokey space stuff at the beginning. That was like the first 20 minutes or something. And maybe it was too long, whatever it was. <laughs> and I was like, well, nothing it felt really like 20 minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, I thought it was really smart, uh, just a, a, a little overlong. And I have lingering questions, too, like. Like the fact that we really don't know what the space game was just from the little bit we got at the end. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, you know, we didn't fully understand the stakes, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I don't know what they're stuck in at the end or if that's a bad thing. Um, okay. I'll address, I actually have an answer for those things, I think, but I'll also say my overall thoughts. Uh, I really like the episode. It's good to be back in the black mirror territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of good things that I want to say about what black mirror does in general that I think this episode also does very well. Um, it was probably a little long, uh, but the hokey thing at the beginning was kind of a great commentary on the genre itself, mm-hmm. um, which kind of ties into the theme of this show. And we try to quickly organize my thoughts because if, if you've never listened to this show before, we have just watched this episode. So we're all like literally five minutes ago, we finished it. Um, and we've read zero criticism about it from other smarter folk. But I would say that especially uh, the original like sixties version or whatever, but a lot of this, um, very male centered, patriarchal, uh, misogynistic. One could even say with the outfits that the women wear, um, you could say, I don't want to go out on a great limb here, but fuck it. I'm going to do it written by probably socially challenged nerdy types like us for the most part who don't have great relationships with the fairer sex. Are you saying Roddenberry doesn't have a great <laughs> sex life? And Are you saying Roddenberry ain't getting any poon? Haven't <laughs> succeeded a lot in um, areas of life that most people would consider success prior to inventing this fake world uh, and kind of commenting on that because you know he's just standing in the middle with his dick thrust forward like... You know, hip hip hooray you know and it's just everybody cheer me on because I'm awesome and I'm gonna kiss all the women on the bridge and because my no actual time. life I don't kiss any on any bridges I'm not even allowed on bridges uh, <laughs> no tongue though and so that whole beginning <laughs> section kind of did that for me mm-hmm. um, you know and I want to say so much and then what was your question you had two um, like the game like I don't, okay. I don't really know what anything about the game. game. Okay. And it, Doesn't is, matter. Is, is this a happy ending? <laughs> yes. I mean, ish. 
I say it's definitely a happy ending, which I was super shocked about because uh, it was, it's a double ending. So it's happy and not happy, but it's happy for them because they were willing to just cease to exist rather than endure another minute of hell. And now they have like seeming freedom to actually make choices and like live an actual life. So there's going to be uncomfortable moments. And so the cloned versions have like an actual, why are you smiling? Because the rest <laughs> of their life is going to be dealing with shit bags, basically on Xbox live. Like well, I'm not sure that yeah. that's happy. That was the only thing. That- are they going to die like tomorrow from like <laughs> cunt lover 69 signs on? Yeah, like- weed 420 XXX gets them. <laughs> Pretending to trade and then just blast. Them. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's where the rules of the game become important mm-hmm. as to their future. But I think that that was a dud, the video game joke at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was funny, but it just poorly written and poorly acted. It could have been a funnier video game joke. Mm-hmm. There's YouTube videos that do it better. Uh, <laughs> and that's kind of misleading, I think. But it's a, kind of a happy little thing that they get to. And, you know, it's cool. It's the female captain, uh, which we don't see in Star Trek or any Not of the that earlier like versions. That. Yeah. Right. And, um, deep Space Nine, though. <laughs> Real deep. Uh, wow, I just went there. Okay, uh, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, I like, though, that... Okay, one thing I want to say. Do we not identify with Robert Daly an uncomfortable amount? Oh, th- for sure. Throughout this. Definitely in the beginning. Absolutely. I, I remember the, the f- maybe like the first quarter of this episode feeling like, yeah, that. I feel bad for this guy. Yeah, this they drum up sucks. a lot of sympathy for him. Because, I mean, his co-workers are complete dicks to him. Yeah. And, and he created this whole company. And the whole I- the thing is founded mm-hmm. on his idea. Everyone yeah. treats him like shit. Uh, he's just and the front desk lady. Like, he is. We have no inclination as he's entering. And I love how they do it. It just cuts to him. And when it opens, you're like, oh, he's just some loser that likes to live in this simulation. Yeah. And I thought maybe he's like going to an arcade or he's like some low level Mm -hmm. worker. So the chick barely wants to let him in because he wasn't issued the pass or whatever. The guy makes him call him Mr. Even though he's an intern, we Mm -hmm. later find out, you know, and this guy is the the head of the company, you know, co-head of the company. He almost refuses to make him coffee. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just every step of the way. And then he gets to his corner office and you're like, what? Yeah. That's uh, a nice office. What's yeah. this guy do? <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And what, wasn't he the chief engineer? Chief, chief technical, technical advisor officer. or something? Yeah, officer. CTO. Mm. There we go. Um, so, you know, that was very well done. But I was just thinking throughout, like, we all do this. Like, when we're playing Grand Theft Auto. You know mm. what I mean? And, like, we get shit on at wherever we're at. And, uh, you know, people, things don't go our way in the real world. Uh, the chick's like, mm, no, you know, they make our coffee wrong at Starbucks. And then they're like, eh, you fucking said it wrong. <laughs> you know, you trip over the thing and the snow gets on your shirt and you know, whatever. You know, you get that weird rash in your leg because you have eczema. And then you are you get, describing today? <laughs> <laughs> you get home, you turn on GTA and you're like, you know what? I'm going to fuck this hooker, not pay her, shoot her in the face. And then, oh, yeah, you know which is what video games are designed to do. Sure. And Black Mirror says, isn't that a little fucking creepy that we're okay <laughs> with this? Isn't that weird to take your, to cope that way? Uh, and I say, yes, it is. <laughs> going, the, going the other way though. I mean, it, there, there's sort of an argument to be made that he didn't really do anything wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have that written down. Is this immoral? Yeah. Like he basically made a video game and he's playing it. 
Yeah, and that's For, about it. And how of. he's choo- how's he? How Unlike he's the hookers in GTA, yeah. when you turn the game off, these creatures are sentient and they still have to sit or there and are wait. the hookers in GTA <laughs> sentient? Maybe they're just trying to make a living. They, they knew Probably my not. character's name the last time I walked up to them. <laughs> they need that floating stack of money that's maybe $5 when you walk over it. Right, but we can say there's a level of sentience Probably yeah. several orders of magnitude lower <laughs> on the GTA hookers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like these are not. Re- that's what I love about Black Mirror. You can take it as it is and we can discuss the plot of this, which we will a little bit further. But I think this is the whole point of Black Mirror. This mm-hmm. conversation is like, OK, so they presuppose all kinds of things about the nature of reality in order to tell this story that you just accept. But if you start to break it down. So if he can clone their DNA into this game, then that already subscribes to uh, a material view of existence where all we are is a whole collection of neurons and atoms that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not everybody agrees with that. So the fact that Nanette is her consciousness stuck in this game already presupposes that there is no soul. And she's in, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and your mind starts to blow and it, it's awesome. Um, yeah, this yeah. is a good, I, I, I think this is a good way to kind of start the season, this type of episode, because it, it does kind of introduce these grand themes that are in every single Black Mirror episode, but they kind of have it wrapped in this mainstream packaging, like, oh, Star Trek, doesn't everyone love Star Trek? It's sinister. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. And this was probably the funniest episode of Black Mirror that I've ever seen. I mean, it's been a yeah, while since I've watched previous seasons, yeah. but... I mean, Jimmy Simpson was killing me at times. <laughs> that was really good. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> oh my so fuck. say, oh, my fuck. <laughs> and, and the way he went out, um, even though I didn't really like their play. Okay, so we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so, yes, I was, I was furious for Robert. Uh, I was totally behind him. And I think it asked this fundamental question is the fact that we, because you guys play a lot more video games than I do. And I think Nanette says <laughs> at one point before she gets... Uh, super in trouble you're sick you know what I mean mm-hmm. like yeah so I think the episode because this is what black mirror does right this is the black mirror to our society that we get put upon in our own perspective in our own reality and we come home and the way that we cope is to mutilate these NPCs you know is mental illness that that is not healthy it seems to be one way you could take what uh, Brooker is trying to say what do you guys have to say about that anybody sure yeah i think that's another like everything in moderation thing and like if that becomes your only outlet for your frustrations in your life <clears throat> to the point where you take it to the extreme that someone like robert daly does and like clone in the consciousness of the people that slight you in any way and that was another weird issue that i had with it is that nanette didn't do anything wrong she did in his view what he what? It took me a while, and this is important, too. I want to get Steve's video game rebuttal, and then I want to delve into that, okay. too, because that's a huge thing, and I don't want to take us off on a huge tangent. Oh, uh, with the video games, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a healthy way. I mean, I took it more when she brought up the question of him being sick. I thought it wasn't so much a commentary on video games, like playing too many video games. I think it's sure. a commentary more of this guy doesn't understand social behavior, so he's 
he doesn't understand it. So he thinks he can take it out because there's no repercussions in this world because he he as a character, Robert Daly doesn't understand things that he loves. Like he loves the Starfleet franchise mm-hmm. and he has these rules in his modded game like, oh, there's no tongue and no genitals. This is a family PG show. But yet he's doing really messed up things that goes against what the what the perceived Starfleet protocol would mm-hmm. be of being a good person and sure. fighting for truth and justice. But he's imprisoning people and he's there's an awful dictator in his own little world that he's created. And that's right. a complete that he doesn't understand that he's breaking his own code that he he loves from a childhood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't the world that he's built. and But he's, you know you know, made it, he's bastardized it in his own way. And that's where the real kind of, I felt the sickness lied was just him as a person. I didn't, I didn't take it so much as like video games are the awful thing, but it is something that people can latch onto who are socially, I don't know, uh, socially like, awkward in that way mm. that he is awkward so and that's, that's such a weird thing you're socially awkward go home and torture people <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 I don't, that's not comfortable that's, yeah to say. that's 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 not what i'm trying to say <laughs> but, you, but you get what i'm trying to I say i would though. have liked to have seen some redemption for robert daly in that regard because he's so he's you know the every man the every nerd you know i mean mm-hmm. how many normal quote-unquote people even us would given that power do that Probably way worse than what he did. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like Westworld status. Yes. Uh, well, it's, it's an interesting thing because I feel like I'm because I was trying to put I myself in this guy's be a thing. I would have sure. for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, I but I'm kissing the dudes. If, if honestly, if, if it was like how video games are. Right. You know, sure. You would go into a, a GTA now and do all the fucked up shit that we do. But if, if it was a situation where like I log into the game and the NPCs are legitimately like, I remember things from the outside world. Let me out. I would probably yeah. be like, you know, maybe I won't. Mm, I won't. I won't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I thought about it, but I won't. Yeah. Uh, but what if it was like the worst boss that you've ever had? And you know what I mean? I might kick him in the nuts. Sure. But, and then turn it off. But I'm not going to like. <laughs> Twice. Throw him in a, throw him at an airlock. You know what I mean? Just cause. A child. Yeah. Ooh, that's fucked up. That was horrible. That's fucked up. Yeah. But see in the Black Mirror universe, there is no redemption. Like he's trying to, to make a better point about mm-hmm. how, you know, this is a cautionary tale for our society. So mm-hmm. that's why I don't get the redemption arc that I would like. Um, so uh, back to Andy's question about what Nanette did in Robert's view, I think. Uh, she was talking uh, with the other coworker. I forget her name. Um, I don't know. The sassy one. Uh, Lowry? That was her last name. Lowry? Shiana? Shiana Lowry? Shia. Oh, it was like um, Shania. Shania. Because I remember like a, there was a Twain. Yeah. I thought I thought a Shania Twain. twain. <laughs> there was a the Twain there's reference. A, there's a Shania Twain in there. Okay, Shania. Okay, we'll call her Shania. Shania, yeah, it is Shania. So Shania's talking to her as they're getting coffee, and she's getting a vanilla latte for Robert Daly uh, with skim milk, of course. And she basically says, are you into him romantically? And she's like, no, no, no. It's just professional. I just look up to him. She's like, well, I would give him a wide berth because he gets really starey if you're too nice to him. Mm. And he overhears all of this, of course. I don't know how he snuck all the way back to his office that quick. But he's a very, <laughs> very sneaky man. And then she just comes and gives him the coffee really quickly and retreats to her desk and won't make eye contact with him the rest of the day. So in his mind, he's like, oh, you too already. Hmm. This is going to be a thing. Fuck you. I'm going to put you in the game. Yeah. (laughs) At two in the net. (laughs) 
That was awesome. <laughs> exactly. That's what I think she did, mm. uh, which is to say nothing <laughs> yeah. to deserve eternal torture. Um, but yeah, he's a very sick man. What did the uh, the coding guy do? Because I, I, that was when I was wondering, like the the what was well, his name described all of their oh, he, transgressions uh, changed the admin password for 14, for 14 minutes. minutes oh so he just accidentally messed up at work in a yeah. benign way yeah oh what he did was he took <laughs> away the power like changing the admin password uh, like that's his thing that that's he true. fucked up and he's like ah, this I'm is the, the god you know epitome of passive aggression like i could totally see all of this is i love how inane some of their transgressions were um which is why uh, Jimmy Simpson's character, Walton, I mean, actually had probably deserved some of that the way he treats him. And yeah. except for the child thing, which is what he even says too. like, I am so sorry. And then you put my son in an airlock. <laughs> Fuck, you, Fuck to you, to you to death. Fuck you to death. <laughs> and then he burns alive, presumably until they get through the wormhole. Did we ever see Jimmy Simpson's character in like the happy part? Because no. I don't think so. Mm-mm. So what's up with him? I think it just got blasted out the Which, airlock. That's another is, problem that I had with the ending. I have a lot of problems with the ending. Because uh, but they yeah, said like, that he would burn but not die. Mm-hmm. So he's I thought he, where? he he burned, but he probably got shot out the engine. So he's also so lost he's in space? Lost he sacrificed space, himself? Burned, yeah. That's not cool. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's... Is uh, Jillian still a monster on some random planet? No, no, he's she, probably oh, the character Jillian. that needed... We needed to find the end about the most was, like, the asshole boss that um, was kind of a good person on the inside and has this heroic sacrifice, but because these rules are so nebulous and the ending is so weird, like, that, that to me is the character that we needed to know the most about at the end, and we got absolutely nothing, and that's bizarre. Well... I would presume that he just got deleted and he's free. And so since he had the worst transgression and we can assume Jillian, the marketing chick was just a total bitch and also <laughs> deserved deletion uh, because everybody got deleted, but deletion. except daily, which is another thing. So there's a few huge plot holes. I don't dig their plan at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little cockamamie, but they pull it off. It's kind of like very heisty, like Ocean's Eleven-y, mm-hmm. Logan Lucky, like, oh, okay, fuck it, you know? Well, they kind of turn it into a little bit of like a Star Trek episode oh, where it's yeah. like, oh no, guys, we gotta turn and fly through the asteroid exactly. field or else we're not gonna make Te- it. Uh, what's the Star Trek, like the phrase they invented for Star Trek, specifically like techno babble? No, I don't where, know. Where like they would have to like, we need to thrust yeah, the ion yeah. shit to McGiggs, like that, whatever that word is. They totally like work that into the plot, which mm-hmm. is clever, but it also is like, it also falls to what some of the Star Trek plot lines fall to, which is like, that's kind of lame. Well, I wrote, it totally buys into itself by the end, which mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed. Like, we have to fly through the asteroid belt. You know, I thought that was an interesting twist. Yeah. But I was wondering, why didn't they just crash the ship into the asteroids? Because then they say you will burn, but you wouldn't die, which would explain why they can't just crash it. Because then they're just going to be mangled, but not dead. Yeah. But then Val... Was that Valtrex? That's the, uh, the, the all the the dude whose bag he tripped over. What's his name? I think it's Valtrex or Valdark. Val Valtrex is the herpes medicine. I'm pretty <laughs> sure, which might be a joke about why he named him that. I'm not sure, but he begs for death when he's going to shoot him, as though he would actually die were he to shoot him in the head. Is it Baldak? Well, no, they, they already said before that you could. He, Nobody dies unless he lets okay, them so he's die. Okay, begging so him he's, to let him die. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that clears that plot hole up um, for me. Uh, also, he doesn't know the DNA is gone when he's chasing them. 
So he doesn't really have to chase them mm-hmm. in his mind. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. going to get away forever if they do, but he could have been like, go on. I'm just going to upload you back. Right. Totally. Yeah. Unless he really doesn't want to retrain them all or something. And then out of nowhere at the end, it's like, oh, by the way, he's going to be stuck there. Yeah. Like, that, why like, would he design that way? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, the, nothing in the plot was led up to that whatsoever. And it ended with like, okay, now this guy's going to be a vegetable. It's like, I guess that's not the story we were watching. We can assume that because he's the creator, I mean, I can't, I mean, there's a willing suspension of disbelief for me that he created this unprecedented, isolated bubble world that once they escaped through the update and it collapsed in on itself, caused something to his mind to happen that would obviously be a huge like safety lawsuit fuck if that had happened at all in right. the game ever to anyone else. I don't know. I always took it. I, I took that as because uh, he's made his own separate world that's separate from the the main game, mm-hmm. and then when they did the update, it somehow caused the update to happen to his main game, and he probably didn't anticipate that, and it deleted his mod, so it deleted his world, and he lost the connection that he had before. But, but it I is, the but it is like super the strange was that like he was trapped and like no, yeah, that oh, is yeah, definitely yeah. what happened because they said he it also deleted his whatever techno mm-hmm. controller. So was that going to happen anyway? What happened to where that update happened and he lost his control? I don't know. Yeah, was it that they flew through the flew wormhole? Through the because wormhole. I thought the whole point of flying through the wormhole, because the wormhole was the update that they were trying to escape into. Right. Exactly. So I, th- I think the, the place was, was already yeah. being updated. Regardless, you know, I thought the wormhole was, yeah, it was the update, but it was kind of like, um, a thing where if you activate it, it actually updates like that's his connection to the internet, but he's oh, not like connected downloaded to the, the update, but you hadn't installed it yet. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of thing. They yeah. flew through and installed it. And what they thought would happen to them was just hypothetical mm-hmm. when in fact they just escaped into the rest of the internet. What I'm wondering they escaped into Xbox live. <laughs> and a lot of what we're saying is not holes. It's like the wonderful conversation elicited by a black mirror episode. Like mm-hmm. you start wondering like, oh, okay, there's, things Charlie Brooker didn't think of is just fun for us to play with now. Mm-hmm. Like this. Mm-hmm. The real Nanette Cole decides to finally play Infinity and runs into clone Nanette Cole. What? That's theoretically possible. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. floating around there. Unlikely. I thought you were saying that happened. I was like, what? No, no, no. <laughs> That's unlikely due to the vastness of most video games in computer space, but it's possible. Yeah. It's like No Man's Sky. You're, there, you, there is multiplayer. You're just never going to run into it. I love yeah. the idea of like a sequel, like 10 years down the road, real Nanette Cole. They're just all haggard on and shit. Yeah. And they're like just grizzled with eye patches. Like, arr, I don't know why they're pirates. <laughs> what happens when, uh, I don't know, like 10, 10 years from now when uh, no one's playing Infinity and they pull the game servers? <laughs> they're yep. dead anyway. Yep. And Andy said, is this a happy ending? I say it's verifiably a happy ending. I think it's happier than what they were doing. They got their dicks and pusses back. They did. That's true. <laughs> They're just banging up in space. That's happy. <laughs> Lady's not a monster anymore. I, she I, said I, she, she, she a took my pussy. That, that's the red line. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Um, I, I think I actually might have liked the ending better if they got shot and killed by the gamer guy, the first gamer guy they ran into, because that's that would be way more of a statement that would, uh, I think, come full circle to what essentially Daly was doing, which was taking his passive aggressive tendencies out on these characters that he put into his world based on his life experience. These sentient AI people 
escape into the internet and then the first thing they run into is another dude just like him mm-hmm. i think that that would have been a more wholesome ending <laughs> i agree that would be very black mirror and probably the better ending but i i see where the need to end it with the female captain having some sort of success i think there was a lot more feminism to this episode than a lot of people would give it credit for mm-hmm. um and that's another scary thing i think it's, it's a down- feminism no 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 no, no. That, what if they get to vote <laughs> in this space world women have suffered enough the space oh suffrage um women have suffraged enough um I think, again, the part about Black Mirror that's terrifying is to see yourself in these horrible characters. And like I, we saw ourselves in Robert Daly in the video game aspect. But there was a one part when they were having uh, Shania and Nanette were drinking the coffee talking about Robert Daly. And she's like, are you like into him? She's like, no, no, no. It's just um, professional. Like, I just admire him. And if I'm being honest, up to that point, I thought that she was enamored with him in a sexual way, like looked up to him. And did you see that, Steve? Steve's nodding. Yeah, I I, I kind of read that a little bit, that she was kind of like not maybe not in a sexual way, but definitely in an infatuated. Well, I guess it is in a sexual way. But yeah. An infatuated like, oh, he's so great. He made this thing. I love I, would I like look to up to him date him and maybe blow him later. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that awful that. As a man, I read it that way. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of bosses with women admiring them are in this society verifiably that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not necessarily full-blown Harvey Weinstein, per se. But Oh, I th- we were a deleted scene away from watching Robert jerk off into a plant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And so... That's why he needs all that skim milk. I mean, I think it's cool that we realize these things and try to, to, to progress, you know? Because um, that's awful that they have to deal with that shit every time they're like, hey... Uh, really nice podcast. And I'm like, oh, really? You know? <laughs> I'm picking up what you're laying down. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. Ooh, five star review? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I agree with Chris. Oh, ho, ho. I mean, look at him on Facebook, eh? It's no, not at all. Uh, a few quick notes before we wrap up. Uh, I thought it was funny that the message they were allowed to send was 140 characters. Like, it's that kind was, of a Twitter yeah. illusion there. Yeah. Um, and again, with the strong, you know, female character thrust, uh, the little comment that Nanette made when I forget the guy's name, uh, but he was like, I've already tried to hack it. And she's like, I haven't. Meaning like, mm-hmm. motherfucker. Like, yeah, <laughs> let me try. It doesn't mean I can't. Yeah. You know, uh, Nanette's a badass. She is. I heart Nanette. Or I'm sorry. Ich liebe Nanette. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think there's a total... It is like a middling Black Mirror episode, probably. Mm. Um, How about the little uh, meta nod to Netflix when he's yeah, like yeah. showing her They're all, all the Netflix VHSs now. and stuff? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> little Deadpool-esque punch to the Netflix nads. Um, called a Mass Effect Easter egg in there. Oh, I had more with mm-hmm. the with the uh, male sexuality uh, idiocy. The whole plan is based on the fact that Robert Daly is a verifiable genius, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet, he is undone... By his dumbass dick. <laughs> All she had, and it's so yeah. obvious. Yeah. I mean, she is not even trying that hard. Just panties and brawl. I'm in the pool. <laughs> and he's like, uh, Miss Cole. Uh, well, I suppose we could take a dip, you know. And that wasn't unbelievable. Okay. That, that was not. Here's what's so sad. Maybe I'm a fucking creep. That was not like out of the realm of possibility for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, you're obviously trying to trap me, but 
Is it bad that I was when I was watching that scene? I was like, I would never get into that water. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I would do, but I just know that my penis has gotten me into some scrapes in my time, and I I really dig her. Uh, <laughs> Chris really just made that motion with his hands, and I'm not exactly sure what he was trying to communicate with it. That's not what I was getting at. I meant like I I understand her foresight into the weakness of your average man yeah. is what I'm trying to say. I love that even though he's like this <laughs> asshole demigod in this uh, universe that he created, like he's still the socially inept dude that is weirded out by the being confronted with sexuality. And so yeah. when she's yeah. like, starts taking off her clothes, he's like, oh, Nanette, maybe we should, you know, go and send the rescue squad or whatever he's saying like yeah. he, he's he gets unnerved and I thought that was kind of cool because she probably was able to pick up that he does have some sort of infatuation with her just, oh, absolutely. Be, just based off like her conversa- uh, conversation with him but also because what of Shania said about how he stares if he likes and he's not very subtle about his staring I don't even he's got a that. he's got a glass window he that looks into everything <laughs> <laughs> I don't even that's creep 101 man I think it's more insidious than that Steve I don't think that she necessarily had an insight into how he particularly felt about her i think she had an insight in the fact that she was an attractive woman and that he was a straight man mm-hmm. and that's all she needed which i'm sorry very accurate mm-hmm. on an isolated planet very accurate <laughs> you know what i mean that's, there I'm was just a throwing, dist- I'm just being, distress signal on that planet somebody was there I, i'm being brutally honest because that's what black mirror brings out of me i think that's what's important <laughs> that's going to help this earth what was uh, the uh, mess effect to do men Easter egg. Oh, uh, the when they start to hatch their plan, and 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 Nanette's like, "Oh, there's a distress signal on planet Rannoch, which is the planet home planet of uh, the Quarians in Mass Effect." Oh, oh neat. And she's up like Rannoch. <laughs> which ones are the Quarians? Uh, the tall, weird necks, smart ones. Uh, they're the ones that have to wear the exosuit all the time. Tally was one of them. Oh, okay, yeah, cool for Mass Effect. Very Chris, cool. do you know anything about no, what we're talking about right no, now? No, but that's okay. I'm not looking. I got my own different nerd corners of the world. <laughs> well, respect to the director then for throwing that in there. That's yeah. Todd Haynes, buddy. Or I guess it'd be the writers since it was a line. That's Charlie there. Brooker and William Sump Bridges. Anybody who puts a Mass Effect Easter egg in their movie is okay by me. Did you <laughs> just do what I think you did did Dr. Brenner just throw some respect towards Mass Effect (laughs) (laughs) I I dabble in in games from time to time (laughs) you can catch my gamer tag at Hawkins Badass 101 420 (laughs) (laughs) underscore (laughs) and it ends there (laughs) the infinite underscore Uh, any closing thoughts on USS Callister anyone Pretty cool ship. I like the ship. I'd be interested to see how this might tie into... I bet we're going to see, like, a space fleet. Isn't that the name of the show? Like, Easter egg somewhere in the... Because they do thread, like, little things throughout episodes. we'll call them. And Chris was telling me earlier that uh, this season, more so than last, has little... (laughs) Little black nuggets spread all throughout it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, that's all we have for this episode, episode one, USS Callister. Look forward to our coverage on the rest of the Black Mirror episodes. I would say, as an optimistic man, that uh, we should probably have episodes two and three on the same day, dropping in a few days, and then we'll do them as quickly as we can after that. 
If you have any feedback on episode one or subsequent episodes, email streamingthingspod at gmail.com. And again, please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. We are also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, you can find me, Chris, on Twitter at CMichaelRudd. And Andy. You can find me at Inkwell Verbal. And Steve. At Steve May 13. And you can find all of Steve May's wonderful work at stevemayfilms.com. I updated the site. There's there a new video on there. Yeah. Yeah. My internship's about to end. So one of my first videos that I edited for them is on my website now. So check it out. I would love to check uh, it out. Cincy Stories, Jen Chandler. All right. Jen Chandler. Yeah. She's a recovering drug addict. All right. So, yeah. Good friend of mine then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also, Andy and I write some things on idagaf.com from time to time. We've taken a little break, but we're plowing back into it. So you can visit that. That is idogivafuck.com. And that's all we've got for this episode. Thank you so much. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this has been Streaming Things. Streaming Things. Streaming Things. Engage Streaming Things. Go. My name is Chris. Um, <laughs> I don't have any jerk towels over there. Fuck. One that's not. No, not worth it. <laughs> I'll impregnate your nose. <laughs>